0: Hi, I'm Marendi Leverett, accredited exercise physiologist and manager of the University of Southern Queensland Sport and Exercise Clinic. This series is about sharing with you mind and body health advice while we're stuck indoors during this period of social distancing and home isolation. Today's guest is my USQ colleague, Frith Maunder, who is a specialist in occupational health and wellbeing. Frith's here to give you some tips on how to set up your home office.
1: When you're working from home or studying from home, um, we tend to be working from laptops and sometimes from even tablets or iPads. And these are all designed for infrequent use and by using them for prolonged periods of time, we tend to get increased neck pain because we're adopting a forward head posture to see the screen properly. And this would be the most problematic issue from an ergonomic perspective. Second to that, we see an increased um, rounding of the shoulders and the upper back, and um, studies have shown us that the mechanical demands on the neck muscles um, were estimated to increase three to five times um, from using tablets compared to a seated or neutral posture that you'd normally have at a PC. So... Because of that extra demand on our muscles and the poor posture, it's really important that we get set up properly when we're working or studying from home.
0: So what would be some ways for people to ensure that they have got their home workstation set up correctly?
1: Okay, so this um, COVID-19 isolation deal that sent us all home, there's three really important Ergonomic um, considerations. There's a lot of ergonomic considerations, but my top three would be number one, is there a designated workspace? So a lot of people tend to be, uh, they're, they're in a bit of party mode, I think, to start with anyway, and they think, well, who? Oh, I can just work from bed, or I can study from bed, which is probably quite normal for a lot of students, or um, a, a couch. Um, they may step it up a little bit and go to the dining room table and sit on a dining room chair. But where we don't have really good designated spaces, we're very open to distractions and we're very vulnerable, I suppose, to uh, poor posture. So um, you can imagine the ultimate, which would be sitting in an office chair at an office desk with a couple of screens set up at at good height um, compared to slouching in a bed or a couch. Um, so posturally uh, we've got massive changes and also distraction wise we've got massive changes and those are going to really impact on our productivity as well. Um, the second consideration for sitting up at home is a chair and if you're lucky enough to have a proper office chair then it's quite easy to um, get some support in setting that chair up properly. Um, so if you have to use an, a, a dining room chair, for example, then it's just important to make sure that that chair is not. Some of them will make you slope back a little bit, um, and some of them the backrest might be too far back as well. They might be too low down from the table also. So use cushions to your advantage. If the chair is really low and the and the uh, table is higher, there's a massive gap between your legs and the table, for example, then. Use a cushion to sit on. If you're if the chair makes you lean too far back, then use another cushion just to prop you forward in your lower back, and that'll give you some lumbar support as well. The third consideration is screen height. So um, when we're using a laptop, um if you can get your hands on a laptop razor, then that's ideal because usually laptops are too low down, and like I said before, you tend to um, crane your neck forward to see the screen properly. Um, and if you can't get a laptop razor, then a really uh, another very simple solution is just a pile of books or I, I like to use reams of paper. I think they work pretty well. A couple of reams of paper under a laptop could do well depending on how tall you are in the torso. Um, but just to make sure that screen height is about eye level. Um, and when you've raised your screen, you obviously can't use your laptop keyboard anymore so you, it's really important that you can get an external keyboard external mouse what about someone needing
0: to stand you know at home because they can't sit for long periods of time would you recommend the same thing them being at the kitchen bench or a higher bench and then propping up with reams of paper or whatever to bring their laptop up to a level that is at eye level
1: uh Personally, like it sounds like a good idea, but if you're going to raise your monitor that high, then you've also got to raise your keyboard that high too. So if you haven't got the luxury of using, say, a desktop sit-stand solution, that's something that sits on the desktop and you can raise it up and down, and be careful when you're buying those. Some of them are not good. The more you pay, the better you get. Um, if you're struggling to sit for extended periods of time at work um, to work or study, Um, I still think the best solution is movement breaks, more and more movement breaks. What about someone
0: saying, oh, I've got a fit ball or an exercise ball or a Swiss ball, whatever you want to call it. Would you recommend them using one of those at their workstation rather than a chair?
1: Uh, I've seen it being used as a tool to increase core strength, um, to increase movement while at work. Um, And maybe it might be a good option for a very short period of time. But in the long run, if we're working and studying for long periods of time, it's certainly not going to provide any lumbar support. Um, It's not going to provide, like I use, I always recommend people use the backrest as a reminder to sit back in their chair. You're not going to be able to get that um, support from a football at all. I'd say if you really want to use it, use it for a short period of time, maybe half an hour to um, mix things up a little bit, but certainly not a long-term solution, no.
0: Coming back to your point about frequent breaks, why is it important for people to ensure they are having regular breaks from prolonged sitting and computer work?
1: Well, there's two reasons. So um, taking breaks regularly is essential for any working posture and it's even more important when posture is less than ideal, like we're seeing with people using laptops or tablets, for example, um, for extended periods of time. Um, So in a normal office environment, we recommend movement breaks um, for about 2 minutes every 30 to 60 minutes and in that movement break doing, you know, walking, stretching and a few strengthening exercises. Um, But studies have shown that with increased pressure on the neck and upper back from using tablets that we should be breaking every 15 minutes to reduce the risk of injury. So that's a lot of um, break time and a lot of disruption to your productivity if you have to get up every 15 minutes. So really good idea to get yourself set up properly. So movement breaks are also essential for our metabolic health. Um, So if we're sitting for eight hours a day, our metabolic rate is on a slippery slope downhill. So I certainly recommend that um, if you can get, say, your 30 minutes of brisk exercise in the day and you want to maintain the benefits of having your 30 minutes a day of brisk exercise or brisk walking, moderate intensity exercise, um, then you need to get out of your seat regularly to stop your metabolic rate from going downhill all day. And
0: metabolic rate, is that how our body burns energy? Exactly. So what are some simple exercises that people can be doing at home, at their desk, to minimise or prevent injuries or even re-aggravations of past injuries?
1: Uh, So um, some of my favourite exercises for what I call desk dwellers, and you can Google these. I checked before this podcast recording. Um, is a a wall angel. So a wall angel is great because it opens up through the shoulders, um, which is what we're trying to do to reverse the effects of sitting down where we're rounded through our shoulders. It also strengthens muscles in our back that help pull our shoulders back. Um, Another very good one is called the chin tuck, and um basically tucking your chin back and pulling a beautiful double chin. Very good for strengthening the muscles in the back of our neck, and it gives some really important intricate muscles in the front of our neck um, a good stretch as well. So those are two exercises that have a real double whammy effect for um, reversing the effects of uh, poor posture at, at a desk.
0: Could you just um,
1: describe that
0: wall, Angel, in a little bit more detail if you're able to?
1: If you're if you stand up against a wall.
0: So you're back stand, against the wall?
1: Yeah, so you're back against the wall, perhaps your feet about um, three, four inches away from the wall, 20 15, 20 centimetres away from the wall. And then put your hands into the arms up, the hands-up position um, against the wall. Now you want to try and have a minimal amount of arch in your lower back when your hands are up against the wall and that 90-degree elbow angle. And then just raise those arms up the wall as far as you can and then bring them back down again. Now, the trick is to try and have your wrists up against the wall the whole time while you're moving. If you can't keep your wrists against the wall, then it's a good sign that you're really tight through the chest and you should probably add a few more chest stretches into your movement breaks as well.
0: So when you're saying moving your arms, so you're kind of yes. moving them in a, like a semicircle position up to the top of your head and then back down? Correct. Yeah, okay. So I guess also some of our listeners, as I've just mentioned, um, you know, might have previous injuries or have um, recurrent injuries because I guess it's common with desk work that some people might have pre-existing low back or neck or even RSI in the wrist should there be a specific way that they need to be setting up their workstation or should they be getting advice from an expert in terms of making sure their workstation is set up to manage those conditions?
1: Yeah, so when you have an injury, it's doubly important that you're set up correctly in your workstation um, because any sustained um, postural deviation um, can further aggravate an existing injury. Um, So a professional can make a big difference in setting you up properly Um, But not just setting it properly, but also recommending some really good ergonomic accessories as well. Um, So if we keep on the subject of neck injuries, um, you know, I come across across a lot of people with neck injuries. So um, it's really important for them to maintain proper neck, neck posture while they're working and studying. Um, and I tend to recommend um, using things like document holders, um, particularly for people who are frequently using documents at desk level and have to refer back up to their monitor so that constant you know, neck up and down movement is not good and is going to create problems for people who have an injury. So by putting a document holder between the keyboard and the monitor really minimizes the forward flexion in their neck and um, helps them to maintain a correct neck posture and reduce the stress on their um, neck. So certainly look for a professional um, who's trained in um, occupational health. So a critically exercise physiologist, um, pers- uh, physiotherapist and occupational therapists can definitely help you out with um, those good ergonomic assessments if you've got an injury. Um, Also, the um, School of Health and Wellbeing, the Student Sport and Exercise Science Clinic, um, can certainly help you out there with um, some very low-cost ergonomic assessments.
0: Great. And I guess we can just add that if um, we have uh, USQ staff listening, they can access services um, within the university, can't they, to have an ergonomic assessment done?
1: Yes. So um, USQ Safety... Um, they have um, caitlin there and myself Um, we can do ergonomic assessments and for everyone working at home um, we can do it's particularly if you're worried about you know an injury it's really important that you checked up Um, we can do your assessments online via zoom Um, personally i've done these and i find it easier to do if you have zoom on your phone and you've got somebody in the house that can hold the phone and I can direct them around so I can see different parts of your workstation just for a little while and then it helps me a lot more Um, or um, Mirindy I believe you've done one too where uh, somebody's office was right by a mirror which was really handy because you could see the mirror reflection through the computer
0: so yeah I guess having multiple devices will help in terms of assessing someone's ergonomic workstation a lot better Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Frith. I have found that information quite interesting and I guess getting a better understanding of, yeah, the correct ways we should be setting up our workstations.
1: No worries. Happy to help. It's my favourite subject.
0: I know. That's Frith Maunder, accredited exercise physiologist and specialist in occupational health and wellbeing at the University of Southern Queensland and Coco the dog. If you know of anyone who could make use of the information in this podcast, please tell them about it. Thank you for joining me. Have a great day.